Welcome into the Hard Edge Podcast. My name is Bill. And I'm Stacy. And this is a podcast devoted to reviewing and breaking down horror movies, both new and old, good and downright fucking terrible with me. Somebody loves horror movies and always has. And me, who married into it. And we're still a relatively new podcast. And with that being said, if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe, share it with your friends to help us grow. But really, the best way that you could ever help us only takes about 10 seconds. Drop us a review. Uh, hop on Apple, Spotify anchor wherever the hell it is that you listen to this and uh take the five seconds drop a uh, five star rating drop a couple words if it lets you really helps us out it brings us to the front of the screens for some people who have not heard of us yet and uh doesn't take much time of you so we would truly truly appreciate it if you could do that for us we're on facebook uh instagram and twitter at the horror's edge and this is the best way to get in contact with us in any way shape or form we're relatively uh commonly posting on there just whether we have an upcoming episode whether we just posted an episode and you can drop in the comments below what you thought of the episode uh and we're very responsive on there if you drop a comment 99 out of 100 unless if you just drop a comment with a thumbs up we're going to respond to it uh so that's the best way to get in contact with us but obviously the dms are always open as well throughout there if you have a request for a movie that you'd like us to do you can drop that in there as well if you uh had any suggestions or different points based upon what, how we were looking at the show or the movie, obviously that's welcome as well. So today we are reviewing uh, another episode of The Last of Us. We're on episode eight at this point. Coming uh, to an end soon. I believe that there's one more episode in this to go, so God, I hate even thinking that this is almost over and that we're going to have a long break until season two comes out, which it's i haven't seen anything saying that is confirmed but <laughs> with how popular widely popular this show yeah. has become uh without a doubt we're going to get a season two for it and i'm very excited for it um so the way that we do things around here is typically we give a quick uh review of what we thought of the movie granted we're doing a television show Television shows, and I mentioned this on every single episode so far, are very difficult for us to uh, review 1 through 10 what we thought of it for many different reasons, whether that's uh, the show has cliffhangers because it's supposed to, because it's supposed to keep you interested to tune into the next episode because this isn't just a one-hour thing that you're watching. This really is like a 15-hour thing that you're watching. Yeah, There are things that were explained in previous episodes that are maybe less action in one episode where it builds up the drama to get to the next episode. So it gets very difficult to uh, give a rating of a single episode, but fuck it, we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, and with that being said... With Throw your season, hair to the wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the season coming to an end soon, I'm very, very much looking forward to giving the season as a whole a review mm. and give my thoughts on what I thought of the season. Um, so the way that we review movies and TV shows around here is one through 10 typical scale. Like you see anywhere else, one dog shit, terrible. Do not watch this. You're not going to enjoy it. 10 being, this is absolutely amazing. Everybody should watch this. And five being, this is a completely average thing. It's not going to offend you. And you're not also not going to be writing home about it. What would you give this Stacy? I gave it a seven. Okay. I enjoyed this episode. I mean, it was a little um a little slow in the fact that I'm still waiting for that big action scene. Okay. Which 
could come, could not come. It is what it is, as they say. <laughs> um, no, I give it a seven because I, I did enjoy the storyline. I enjoyed the way that they portrayed the story. I actually do remember watching this play out on the video game. I remember you playing this. And so that gave me a little insight of kind of what was going to happen. But there still was some twists, I would say, in the episode that I kind of was wondering. And then it was confirmed. So it all kind of made sense of kind of why everything was going the way it was. But I I enjoyed the episode. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I gave this a nine. I I wanted to just jump in and say ten. But there were slight uh, imperfections throughout it. But very, very minor. This is a great fucking episode. Uh, whereas you said you're waiting for the action to happen. I don't know how much more action you can be talking about. This episode was chocked full from beginning to end with action. And I was so excited to see it back in there. Now, once we get into spoilers, there is something that I wish that I saw more of compared to what we did see. But I truly, truly enjoyed what I did see in this episode. The drama, the uh, constant building of the relationship between Joel and Ellie continued to improve and continued to impress the shit out of me. The villains make you hate their fucking guts. Mm-hmm. The Joel and Ellie still walks that thin line of, is what they're doing considered a villain to other people. Yeah. Um, and I love that drama that that brings to these things. Uh, overall, this is a great episode. Um, I mean, even a seven, which you gave it is a very good episode. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very excited that we finally got back into fast paced stuff because I was really enjoying the storytelling that was happening throughout the past episodes. But, it felt like we weren't progressing the story. Yeah. Uh, we were building the characters more. We were definitely diving into side stuff, but we weren't diving into the main meat and potatoes of the story. <laughs> this one definitely helped us progress much, much further along than the last one did. I mean, yes, this is a spoiler free section, but if you're listening to episode eight, you probably saw episode seven. Episode seven had progressed the story about two seconds. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, episode six ended with Joel being stabbed. Episode seven and then passing out. Episode seven with, ended with, started with Joel being stabbed and passing out, ended with Joel being stabbed and passing out. Didn't yeah. progress whatsoever, just gave his backstory throughout. And this one definitely progresses along further. Yes. Maybe a little bit faster than I would like. And that's what held it back from being a 10. This is a very quick, down and dirty episode. Um, I think that was only about 50 minutes long. Yeah, it wasn't uh, very long. Which helped it and hurt it at the same time. I thought the... Uh, villain in this episode was very very good and i would have liked to see a little bit more of him before we got to where we got to yeah but with that being said let's dive into the spoiler section because there's not much more that i can say about this without flat out giving everything away so if you have not yet seen this episode please 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 go to hbo subscribe to it 
binge watch all the episodes up until now. You only got one more to go, so that $10 subscription will get you the entire season, basically. Yep. Uh, it is highly worth that $10 subscription. Uh, highly, highly, highly recommend this series. Obviously, we both gave this episode a very high rating. There have been a couple of slower episodes in this season. However, even with that being said, there hasn't been a bad episode in this season. No. And uh, I was talking to one of my buddies today, and I was talking to him saying, this is by far the best video game adaptation that I had ever seen. Uh, there were a couple that did pretty good with it, like Silent Hill. I enjoyed that one. Definitely didn't hit all the beats that I was looking for. Didn't hit all the beats of the video game that I've gone back and played it. Um, Doom was fucking weird, and <laughs> it was fun. The Resident Evil movies were nothing like a video game. This feels like a video game, but it also feels like a high production show. Mm -hmm. The uh, Everything about it's great. Check it out. So we are getting into full-blown spoilers from here. So if you have not seen this yet, please check it out. And uh, then tune back in and see what we think of it. So this episode opens up. Beautiful mountain scenery. And... We're hearing a pastor give a sermon, uh, and he's giving a service in some type of uh, bar, and a girl is crying the whole time, and it's because her father died. This is a funeral service that they're having, and she's asking when they can bury their father, and it's like, the ground's too cold, there's cold, there's no way that we can dig, so it, we're going to have to wait till spring till the ground thaws out, and instantly you're thinking, man, fuck, that's... That's rough. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine like going through the loss of your father and then not even really being able to have the closure to like put him in a grave. Like, what the hell are you going to do? Just like leave him on ice, I guess. Yeah. And while well, everything's ice at this point, uh, everything's snow. So basically you throw the body outside, it will freeze. Yeah. Um, and then you just wait until everything thaws out and then you bury. Um. So we're finding out at this point that guy was David, and uh, James is kind of like his right-hand man. He goes up to him, and James, he's talking to James, David is, and he's saying it feels like uh, they're losing faith. And he's like, you know, people are they're by your side. We're just hungry. We're going through some hard times right now. He's like, I'm not talking about the people. I'm talking about you. And he's like, oh, I I got your back, man. Uh, so we're finding out at this point throughout this conversation, the community is very low on food. They don't yes. have many uh, deer left in the barn. And David goes out to go hunting with James. And then we get a flash to Ellie uh, nursing Joel back to health, just one drop of water at a time so that way he can get it. But you can tell uh, she looks at the stitches that she did on Joel. His whole stomach is completely completely inflamed yeah like really bad infection happening and what the fuck are you going to do right like all the stores are raided there's nothing left the, the penicillin's not a thing unless if you're in this super huge type of community so getting any type of medication is not going to happen so she's just hoping for the best at this point and you can tell that she's hungry. There's no food left. She's eating the dust left out of packets. So she leaves to go patrolling and hunting on her own. But With she, a hat this time. Yes, she does wear a hat. 
I underlined, <laughs> she has a hat. Yep. Well, Ellie had a hat last time as well. It was Joel who didn't. I know, but it still was like important that she had the hat on. <laughs> so she didn't fall into all of Joel's habits. No. Yep. So she goes hunting. Uh, she's clearly not great at it yet. Like she sees a rabbit, she goes to get it, but then she stumbles and falls on her face <laughs> while she's trying to run after it. Then eventually she sees a deer and she gets herself down, pulls the gun out, takes the safety off, takes a shot, injures it, but it's not an instant kill. You can tell that it will kill the deer, but mm -hmm. it's running away like deer tend to do. They can go for fucking miles after you shoot them before <laughs> they bleed out and dies. Hunters are insane with how far they go doing this. Not to mention then you need to drag the deer all the way back. Right. Which, good luck, especially with that deer being as big as Ellie. Mm -hmm. Um. So either way, she goes to track it down, and then the people that we saw previously just found a deer dead in the tracks. So they're like, well, what do we do? Well, we need to take it, but we need to hurry up because whoever shot this thing's clearly going to be chasing it. Right. And because like he's a, a preacher, I noticed on the opening scene, it, the sign above him was saying, when we are in need, he shall provide. So to him and to James, this is God providing because they needed it. Yep. So, yes, somebody obviously is around doing it, but it's like everything's falling into place because this is what was meant to happen. Yep. And as they're getting ready, that they holster their guns and they're getting ready to grab this deer and drag it back, Ellie holds them up at gunpoint. Um, and they, David was being super calm throughout this whole conversation. So she makes them drop their weapons, step away from them the whole nine. And uh, she's like, that thing's mine. I need it. And he's like, listen, I just want to talk to you. We're part of a big settlement. We got room for you. We're just hungry. We're all hungry over there. And Ellie's just like, well, I'm part of a big settlement too. And <laughs> well, we're hungry too. So yeah. we need this. And you need to get the fuck away from my deer. Uh, that well, gave me red flags already um, for David was the fact of how calm he was being held up at gunpoint by... Uh, like a basically a teenager like yep. for him to just be like all right no problem like throw the guns down when it's two on one like yep. they could have easily even if ellie would have shot one of them there's two of them yeah why are they giving up so easily yeah they're walking away with not only this deer but possibly another rifle right um so ellie gets them both to drop their guns and makes a deal with them uh since you're part of a big settlement you obviously have medicine I'll give you half the deer if you give me some medicine for my friend. Uh, and David agrees to this, so he sends James back to the community. Uh, and Ellie makes David drag the deer over to a nearby cabin to start a fire because it's like four miles away. It's going to take some time for him to get back. Yeah. Um, so as she's talking to him, uh, she's finding out all about him. He's asking questions about her, and he ain't. she ain't saying shit. Right. What's your name? Fuck you. Yep. Well, who's your friend? Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> that that like that's her response to everything. No matter what it is that she needs to ask, that's it. So he explains to her like, "Yeah, I'm a preacher now, but I wasn't always a preacher. I used to be a teacher." And now he's like, "So what the hell made you do that? Because it rhymes. You went from teacher to preacher." <laughs> <laughs> She's such a smart aleck, but just the way she says it and the delivery of it is just hilarious. It fits. So well, because like you were saying, 
She doesn't give much answers. She doesn't give him much information. But when she has that moment to just, boop, she doesn't. Yep. She really just goes just in for the. a quick jab in there, basically. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, I just, I love her personality in this show. Yeah, so David was explaining to her, you know, I'm a pastor. I wasn't before all this happened, but uh, nothing happens by chance. He's like, and I can explain that to you. She's like, okay, how? Well, the other day, one of our uh, guys that was out in patrol died, and he was killed by a person in this area who had a teenage girl with him in this area. And you happen to be that teenage girl, and he happens to be that guy. Yeah. So instantly, Ellie's like, holy shit, we're fucked. Because this is from the previous episode, uh, or two previous episodes, I guess, because the last episode is pretty much a wash, uh, where when they were escaping the city, there was a patrol of four people going throughout the city, and Joel killed one of them yes. before they hopped on the horse and got away. So the person it took that they me killed, a second to realize that un until like they broke it down a little bit more. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's how he got stabbed was from this father that was in the patrol. Yep. And that person happened to be the funeral that they were having that morning. So it was the father that uh, they buried. And or they were going to bury. Yes, that they were going to bury. So uh, it, David says... Now, James, put your gun down. Uh, and then the camera pans, and James is there with the gun pointed right at Ellie's face. And he slowly puts his gun down. He's, he's really questioning what the fuck David's doing at right. this point. Like, you're endangering us all with this kid. Yeah. And he makes him give her the drugs and lets her leave. She takes the drugs and runs, leaves the deer behind, doesn't give a shit about it. She's just scared at this point, and mm -hmm. rightfully so. Uh, these people want their blood because they killed one of their own, but she's also conflicted because why is this guy letting me go? Right. And uh, back in the town, uh, David uh, heads into the uh, tavern where they did the uh, sermon before, and everybody's getting ready to eat. Back in the kitchen, they bring in some meat, and uh, they're like, what is this? Uh, venison. It's the last of the venison. And they throw it in the stew. And David arrives, and he explains to all of them, so I'm sure that you guys all um, have questions. You've probably heard some stuff already, and I know where the person that killed our member is, and we're going to track them down from the tracks that Ellie gave, and justice will be delivered to them. And the daughter just shouts, Justice, we should kill both of them. And David just gives her a fucking backhand from hell, lets the Lord <laughs> into her face via his hand. Yeah, that was <laughs> it, a good one. It, it knocks her right on her ass, and the whole place is just silent, like letting this happen. Mm -hmm. And David's like, you know, I think that... You thought that you lost a father, but I'm right here, and you're not going to disrespect me like that. And then he sits down, and they deliver him this huge meal while everybody else has this tiny bowl of soup. And then as soon as he starts eating, then everybody else can eat. So back in the ho house, uh, 
Ellie is taking care of Joel once again, and his stomach just looks like it's going to fucking burst. And she's injecting him with the penicillin, and pretty nasty to see how she's injecting him with it. Mm. Uh, but probably the correctish way. She doesn't know what she's doing. I don't know what the hell she's doing, but <laughs> it looks rightish. Um, and back at uh, the town, David's people are questioning him. Like, uh, and as they're questioning him, he just turns around and looks at him. They shut right up. They're scared of him. Mm-hmm. David he is, rules, you can tell, with like an iron fist, for sure. 100%. And it's that uh, almost like, it's hard to describe. Uh, he's got leadership by fear and religion all in the same time. Very cultish feeling uh, to it. Yes, it's, it feels like you can't question many things because the answer is going to be regurgitated. Right, by like a Bible verse. like Yep, followed by a fucking beating or something. Right, so it's like you got both of them, and both are terrifying, but when you put the two of them together, and then you're hungry, and you're suffering all this loss in such a short amount of time, of course you're going to just like follow the leader and just give way to whatever he's saying. Yep, so these people are on a, uh, they're following Ellie's tracks, back to find them basically ellie sees a whole bunch of crows come up from the distance and she instantly knows what's going on so right. she runs downstairs to joel gives him a knife who's slowly coming back too and lets him know hey there are people coming and they're coming to kill you and may if anybody comes down these stairs you take this knife and you kill them yeah. And then she runs away, she covers the door up, and hops she, on her horse. Yeah, she says to him, like, don't fall back asleep, because, like, you can tell that he's still very much recovering, like... He's weak. He's very weak, he doesn't say a word, he barely opens his eyes, so right there you're like, well, shit, this, he's gonna be dead within a moment, because yeah. there's no way this guy can fight a fight in this condition. Yeah. And it's at this point, I, I remember where we were in the video game. Um, previous to this, I remember the name David, but there are things in my head that I'm like, okay, is this part one or part two of the video game? It seems like we're in part two, and then I remember all this stuff going on, and we're definitely still in part one. Um, so Ellie hops on the horse to distract the men. She uh, charges like towards the back of them and runs away, but gets their attention. And David makes it very clear he wants Ellie alive. Do not kill her. Mm -hmm. uh, so they shoot and kill Ellie's horse, knocking her out cold. And David tells three of them, I believe, hey, I want you guys going door to door. You're going to find Joel. And then since you guys are so hungry for vengeance, deliver it. So he's allowing them to kill Joel at this point. Yeah. And he has two of the men go back to the camp with him to bring Ellie back. So what do you think the purpose of a not killing Ellie versus killing Joel? So Joel is old. Older people are very set in their ways. He's not going to conform to the ways mm -hmm. of that town, whereas Ellie is young enough to where if she realizes, hey, I can't make it on my own, Joel is dead, I'm going to have to conform to the ways of this place. That makes sense. It's another body to help like he can clearly see that she knew how to hunt she knew how to handle herself she knew how to lead uh and i think that that's an asset that that town could use makes sense so 
uh, Joel is in the ta- in the uh, basement, and he hears one of the guys coming in, and he does a fucking silent takedown on the first guy who enters the house, which I love seeing that stuff. Like it, it's straight out of the video game. Seeing how the guys patrol, seeing how he does a silent takedown, this stuff is directly taken from a video game. It looks like a move from a video game. Their patrolling looks like a move uh, NPC in a video game. It's awesome to see. Uh, and as he's taking him down, it, you can see in his face, this is taking all mm-hmm. of his strength to be able to do this. Like, that guy's dying he looks like he's dying and the guy didn't even touch him. Right. He's hurting bad. So Ellie wakes up in a some type of jail like cell. It's not j- not in a physical jail, but it's definitely built up to resemble it. Um and David's on the outside and David's trying to convince her uh to be part of their community now because essentially Joel is gone. That part of your life is done. You can't survive on your own. We need you. And uh, let me see where the hell I am here. So Joel, we we jump back to the town. He captured one of the guys that was patrolling and ties him up. And now two men are inside of this room and he has both of them tied up. One's tied to a chair. The other guy is tied up and like pushed up against a wall. And he's beating the shit out of this guy who's tied to a chair, stabs him in the kneecap and starts twisting the knife just to let him know that he's serious. And then he does his thing that he always likes to do. He pulls out the map. He's like, you're going to point to where we are in this map and you're going to point to where your resort is. And I'm going to have your buddy confirm it. If he doesn't tell me the same thing as you, you're both dead in ways that you don't want to know. So he shows him where... It is, and then Joel just stabs him right in the fucking chest, <laughs> and then he goes up to the other dude who's tied up, and he's like, yo, what the hell are you doing? He told you where we are. I'm not going to tell you shit now, because obviously you're going to kill me. He's like, that's fine. I trust the other guy, and then he bashes his fucking brains in. Dude, I said, it was so awesome. I said, Joel is back to being a badass. Mm-hmm. For sure. He's ready to go. And what were you saying about 15 minutes ago on this podcast? Well, there's no action. This is fucking action. That's action. Not the type of action that I was thinking. So what I was getting at that I wanted to say in here, and I'll probably hint at it again towards the end of the episode, no infected. That's the only downside to this episode. But the amount of action that we got more than made up for it in my eyes. So from here, that's exactly what I was going to say. I know that there's action, but it's not necessarily the action that I guess I've been built up to think there was going to be. And we've had this discussion previously in episodes that they're making it seem like people are worse than this infected. Yeah. Which if that's the role and the way that you want to tell the story, that's fine. But I feel like it should have been laid out a little differently if that's the case, because I was under the impression that this show, video game, was all about people getting taken over by this fungus and they become zombies and, you know, they like take over the world. Yeah. Where that hasn't been the case for the last partial couple of episodes. You, sorry, you get hinted at it, but it doesn't actually show it. So, yeah. 
in my eyes, it's like two different stories that are kind of like running on a railroad track and they somewhat kind of cross over. But then a lot of times they're just running parallel to each other to where it's going in the same direction, but they're telling two different versions of the story. So since we're detoured off of the thing, I kind of want to jump into that as well. And my thought process on that, and I mentioned this in a previous episode, I fully understand that video games and TV shows have to be different things. In the video game, you're constantly dealing with the infected. But what I will say is when you get to these, I don't don't really want to call them bosses, but more important villains, they become much, much harder to kill than an infected because by this point in the game, you're so used to killing infected, it's literally just another thing, kind of like walking. You hear a clicker, okay, I know how to deal with this now. You got to wait, slowly approach it, stab it, done. Whatever, move on. You see a couple of the attackers. Okay, no problem. These guys just need to sneak up on, stab them, done. Uh, bloaters, throw everything that you have at these fuckers, kill them. But when it comes to the people, people think, whereas the infected don't. And it makes them so much tougher opponents. So we already saw our heroes or anti-heroes, whatever the hell you want to call these people, Joel and Ellie, deal with normal infected, deal with clickers, and deal with bloaters. Now, I would like to see them deal with them a little bit more, but I fully understand what they're getting at is they're constantly dealing with harder and harder challenges in their path to complete it. Um, And as long as we get that action in this, I'm okay with it. Um, I would like to see more infected in the show because I hate just seeing a zombie slash infected slash whatever movie be. The first few, first portion of it being the zombies are the problem second portion of it being humans are the problem and then everything there on after is nothing but humans 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 i like seeing that these zombies slash and in this case infected are still the actual problem as well excuse me as well as humans but you can't get your cake and eat it too (laughs) i wish i could yeah i love cake so if they threw an infected or two in this episode, that would have been awesome. Maybe during one of these fight scenes, Joel has to deal with an infected guy while he's torturing these two people. Like it, it just comes out of nowhere and kills the second guy, and then he has to kill the infected or something. That would have been great to see. Yeah. However, I'm okay with it as long as that aggression is in these episodes. It's something that the last couple episodes was missing for sure. I could understand. I could understand that. So anyway, from here, uh, Joel, uh, kills the second guy, bashes his freaking skull in, and David, we're back to David and Ellie. And he comes up to the cage and he slides some food under and, uh, tells Ellie to eat it. And as Ellie goes to grab the bowl, she looks over and she sees like, pieces of human chopped up in a cell next to her she's like what am i going to be eating she's like oh it's venison and she's like you sure that you're not eating people in here because it sure as hell looks like you're gonna chop me up and feed it to your people next and he flat out tells her yeah we do that sometimes and i freaking said in my head i freaking knew it when that guy said this is venison yep 
They gave a little bit of a hint there. Which I understand they were trying to like foreshadow of like what they were trying to, to do. But I said to myself, is that a person like in, at the dinner? And then I was like, there's no that way. That they threw in a stew. Right. Like there's no way that they would do that. And then. That was the girl's father. She ate her dad. Yes. And then I thought, wow, that is fucked up. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Do you think she knew that? Oh, absolutely not. Nobody in the town knew except for the people who were actually doing it. Yes. Or the he people said, who were shopping them up. Yeah, only a couple people knew. Yeah, but David kind of explains screw. that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so screwed up. Yeah, sure is. Now but you I do what you got to do to survive. That's what I was going to say. You get to a point that if you're that hungry and, you know, you need to do what you need to do, all rules are kind of out. Yeah, somebody dies while on patrol. Well, you got two options. Do you let that? Just stay out there and let an animal eat it or, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, and then it all kind of phased back to where they were saying like, oh, the ground is frozen. You can't bury them. Well, of course, you're not going to bury them because you're trying to eat them. Yeah. Like that, the whole thing just screwed up my mind. I just could not stop thinking about that. Yep. Then, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer came into my mind. It it went bonkers at that point. Yeah, it's a North Mid thing. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, uh. Ellie's explaining to her, you know, there's only a couple people who know, and now you're one of those people. And she's like, why are you telling me this? And he's like, well, I I happen to see something in you. You remind me a lot of me. You look like a leader. You're a lion, the way that you t take charge. The people up there, they're all sheep. They're just going to do what I tell them to do. You're not. So at this point, David clearly knows how to talk to people not oh, only yeah. did he does he rule this entire town hand over fist just by the word out of his mouth but he's clearly talking to her or so he thinks from a personal level like hey i know who you are you're me i i see you in me mm -hmm. and he's telling her all this stuff and he's getting closer to the cage to try and gain her trust and she puts his hand on her hand on his and he puts another hand on hers he go she goes to grab his second hand and she snaps his fucking finger in half oh. and bites the shit out of him and then he bashes her head and <laughs> he's like you know what i'm going to tell all those people exactly who you are and then they're what do you think that they're going to do to her to to you and she's like you tell them ellie is the girl who just broke your fucking finger you pussy yeah, yeah. Good for I you, love Ellie. that line. Uh, Ellie is such a shit talker, even to the point where she knows she's going to die. Screw you, man. I know. She uh, has the confidence of like a bull. Yeah, she she's just awesome. does not care. So Joel sneaks into the town and he's basically following the blood trail, the trail from the deer that they killed. That's how he knew how to get in there. And uh, he sneaks into the shed where the trail goes. And in the trail, uh, in the shed, he finds several bodies hanging up from the so wall. Gross. So he sees that there are cannibals there as well. So he's thinking in his head, holy shit, are they eating Ellie right now? Right. And we get back to Ellie's cage, and uh, David's walking back with his right-hand man, and they go to just kill her. They're going to cut her up and make her food, basically, at this point. David decided, hey, there is no saving her. She's not going to be... Uh, brought over to our side, so we're going to turn it into food. Who gives a shit? They hold her down on the table, and Ellie goes, wait, wait, wait. 
I'm infected, and now you are too. And mm -hmm. he's like, there's no fucking way. She's like, look at my arm. And they pull her sleeve up and no shit. She was bit. She was infected. Mm -hmm. So they're freaking out, like, what do we do? Well, clearly she's not infected. This this is some type of ruse somehow. Uh, and as they're talking back and forth, Ellie looks. She grabs a meat cleaver that they were going to cut her up with, slams the guy in the neck with it, and then runs away. And Dave is just like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> uh, so as she runs away, she grabs a, a stick out of the fire, throws it at uh, David, which ends up setting the cabin on fire. They're going back and forth with each other. She stabs him in the side, and he knocks her down and basically tells her, I'm going to rape you. Uh, and is holding her down, and Ellie's just able to get in her reach, the meat cleaver, and just hits him in the fucking face with it like a million times. Yeah. Just, you don't see it. But you you hear just it. hear it and you see her swinging, and basically she's swinging towards the camera. Yeah. Holy shit. That was a great visual. Yeah. So she leaves the cabin, and Joel's behind her, grabs her, and tells her, It's okay. It's okay, baby girl. I got you. And they turn around and go to leave the town and that's the end of the episode so it is awesome to see the point where joel is finally acknowledging basically this is my kid now right uh he's fully crossed that path he's fully pot committed at this point they've been through so much shit together that he's finally opened up to her and clearly she has for him as well yep uh she is a hundred percent a father figure for him uh, for her, and he is 100% a daughter-type figure for him. He's going to protect her at any cost. She's going to protect him at any cost. And this is the awesomeness that the video game The Last of Us portrayed. There is no video game out there that has a better story that connects a lead and uh, two lead characters like this uh, video game can do. And quite frankly, I don't know too many TV shows that can convey a better relationship between two characters, especially in such a chaotic environment. There are yeah. probably some sappy shows out there like uh, This Is Us that do a better <laughs> job of having a bond of two I knew characters you were or say some that. stupid shit like that. But as far <laughs> <Army> as... <wives. laughs> yeah, this stupid shit. Anyway, uh, as far as a TV show similar to this, there aren't many that do it better or that any at all that I can think of that within one season you are truly invested in these characters these characters have so much built into them that you really really care about them yeah and i mean it happened on such an odd kind of time frame i guess you know you really didn't think that joel would ever get to that point because he was so stubborn about kind of not letting Ellie in fully yep. and really putting up that wall, no matter how much she tried, no matter how much, you know, other characters tried to, to show him like, you know, you really, you've done a lot for this girl. Like, obviously you care about her and he kept fighting it. And I like that it came full circle and he's really, you know, that that's his baby girl now. And that's, he's going to protect her at all costs. Yep. Yep. So now we got uh, Joel and Ellie leaving this town and going on to, uh, I forget what city it is that we said in the last episode, but that's uh, where they think the fireflies are to see what they can do uh, with Ellie to make her, make her the cure for this. Yeah. Um, so we're 
definitely progressing the adventure. We're definitely getting to some ultimate high point. I highly suspect that the next episode is going to be very long if this is the season finale and it's supposed to wrap up uh, episode one of The Last of Us. Uh, so st stay tuned for something that's going to be super long and I'm all for it. Uh, like right now I'm on such a high because that was such a good episode. I know last week when we did this, I was dragging ass towards the end of this podcast because man, it's 11 something PM and I'm tired as hell. That episode left me dry. Feel like <laughs> <laughs> blue balls all around. I was just going to uh, say, that's the oddest way to describe it. <laughs> it did. It, it, you had such a high from the previous episode. You're like, this is going to be the episode yeah. where this shit just gets fucking insane. Yeah. And nothing happened. There was one clicker in the entire episode. And the recap of the episode basically showed the entire thing because it was five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then this episode came out and you're like, holy shit, this is awesome. Joel is a badass. Ellie is fucking awesome, which we already knew both of those things, but it's been a while since they've shown us face to face. Yeah. Uh, how much it was there. How fucking awesome Ellie is. Like, in the face of, you're about to die, and I'm going to torture you and kill you. And she's like, yeah, that's cool. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's awesome to see. I absolutely love it. So I'm very, very much looking forward to episode nine. I'm very, very much not looking forward to the break in between season one and season two. But whatever. First world problems, you know? <laughs> Um, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, we recently submitted uh Terrifier, uh, which was I the last movie that we did. That hey, movie. la 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 la. You guys don't know if she liked it or not, but she definitely hated it. <laughs> <laughs> uh Stacy is very much not a gore hound, unless if it's only gore for some reason, like saw movies and hostile movies she likes, but movies like that. Woo! And I knew that she was not going to like it, so that is a fun episode to listen into. <laughs> and Terrifier Two will be just as much fun whenever we get down to it. Yep, <laughs> I Can't know you're looking forward to that mm -hmm. one for our uh, many, 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 many listeners to enjoy. Um, so until next time, this is the Hard Judges Podcast. I'm Phil, and I'm Stacy. We'll catch you next time. Take care, everybody.